Hey, yo, what up, y'all? I am excited to share this with you. I could sing a song right now. Like, I could do backflips right now. I can do all of that. The Straight Up Podcast is now a part of the Growth Day Podcast Network. You heard it right. I told you, this year, I am not playing. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world, impact to the world, purpose to the world, and to support shows and brands that we believe in. That's what I'm a part of Growth Day. It's all about impact. And guess what? One of my friends is a part of this network, and I need you to go subscribe to his show. His name is Brendan Bruchard. I know y'all know Brendan. If you don't know Brendan, you're about to know Brendan. Go subscribe to Motivation with Brendan. Brendan is a thought leader changer. He is an OG in this space. He's helped my life so much. I could talk about Brendan for three hours. Just go listen, and I promise you, your life will never be the same. Again, it's called Motivation with Brendan. Go subscribe today and watch how your life is impacted. What's up, rehabbers across the world? Welcome to Straight Up with Trent Shelton. Throughout my career, from the NFL to sold-out stages speaking to thousands, I built up a toolkit to break through negative mindsets, let go of what's holding you back, and start rehabbing your life. And every show is going to be jam-packed with tips, tricks, and tools to push you forward. I'm always going to be real with you and give you the 100% truth, even when it's going to pierce your heart. This is me, Trent Shelton. Straight Up. up how y'all doing y'all good if y'all good say straight up hey y'all energy is crazy up here like anytime i speak i mean i'm sure some of you know who i am and you follow my podcast and things like that and my videos online and the thing about it is i can go so many different directions and so today i just want to just truly truly follow my heart i really want today to be about you really being real with yourself taking full responsibility over your life. And if you never heard me talk before, I might step on your toes, I might make you uncomfortable, but I promise you it's all out of love. But outside your comfort zone is where change takes place. Tina Lifford says this quote, when you know yourself, you become empowered. But when you own yourself, you become invincible. So I need you to own everything about your life. I need you to stop playing with your life. And my question to you right now is, when you gonna step up and look in the mirror and see your own hero? We live in a social media era where everybody's okay with just sitting in the bleachers and just watching other people live their dreams. Other people heal. Other people making the world respect their greatness. I want to challenge you. If you take nothing from anything I said today, I want to challenge every person in here to check yourself in your game of life. Stop being a spectator. If you're sitting right now saying, Trent, that's easier said than done. I can't stand those words because that was an excuse that I gave myself for so long. Every time life presented an opportunity for me to grow, life presented an opportunity for me to change, I would find excuses and reasons why I wasn't enough. Don't you realize you were created enough? There's 7 billion people in this world, I think, something like that. It's a lot. And there's only one of you. For some of y'all, you go see a one-on-one purse, a custom purse, y'all valuing that purse, right? Like, ooh, I want that. A car, anything, a dress, a hat, you value that. When you gonna start realizing you one-on-one and custom, man, you gonna start valuing your own life and yourself. Every single person in this building right now, whether you believe it or not, you have a gift inside of you. And I'm not saying these things because it sounds good. I'm saying these things because it's real. You have a gift inside of you. But so many people leave that gift wrapped up. My mom told me this a long time ago. I'll never forget. She said, Trent, you're assigned to certain people in this world that, only be, that, on, that will only be affected by your message. And if you don't step up to the plate and deliver a message, 
If you don't get out your introverted self and go face your biggest fear speaking in front of people, there's people in the world that's never going to receive the message because you never gave it. Just like on your birthday, you open up that gift and post it on Instagram. When you going to open up your God-given gift and give it to the world? That's my question to you. And listen, I'm all for the claps. I appreciate it. I do. And I'm not telling you not to do it. But what I'm more concerned is that you actually apply. Application creates transformation. You can write that down, by the way. All right? <laughs> Let me get into my speech. I haven't got into it yet. <laughs> the only impossibilities that exist are the ones that you create. As I said before, this was once impossible for me. I wish y'all can know me like outside of rehab time. And like, I'm the most, one of the most introverted people you ever would meet. And this was my biggest fear. So if you want to find any confidence, I'm standing in what was once impossible for me. The crazy thing about our lives is what we do is we live in our limitations. We live in a limited mindset. We let our limitations control our life. We think about all the reasons why we can't be something. We disqualify ourselves so much. In this public speaking space, I don't look like your typical motivational speaker, if you haven't noticed. So many people told me to change who I was. Trent, you should wear a suit and tie. Trent, you should have your tattoos. Trent, you should change your hair color. Trent, you shouldn't talk like this. So many opinions. But what's crazy to me is that everybody who gave me an opinion on how I should do it never did it. Listen to me. Stop taking advice from people who are unsuccessful what you're trying to be successful at. Straight up. Four things I need you to stop today. Number one, stop talking yourself out of your greatness. I feel like I have two trends. I have the make the world respect your greatness trend. I have excuses trend. The excuses trend tries to find all these reasons why I shouldn't go for it. All these statistics, why I shouldn't go for it. And so what I did with my life, write this down, facts over feelings, F-O-F. Feelings are real, but feelings aren't always right. I still have feelings that tell me I'm not enough. I still have feelings that tell me that I'm not qualified. I still have feelings that tell me that my past is too bad. But when these feelings arise in my life, I remind myself of the facts. When I feel like I'm not enough, I show myself that I'm, I'm enough. When I feel like I can't do something, I show myself that I can do something. Go attack your impossibilities. If something seems impossible for you, go attack it. Because you'll never get to your next level by allowing fear to control your life. How many of y'all are afraid at times? Right? We all deal with fear. Fear is real. There's a smart fear that tells you like not to do something crazy, to keep yourself alive, right? Listen to that fear. <laughs> but there's also another fear that is keeping you from everything that you say, that you say you want in your life. For me, I had the fear of public speaking. Seriously, it's crazy to, for me to say that now. Five minutes on stage, like, I remember I had to negotiate with my friend when he first had me in my first speaking engagement. I was like, bro, I cannot speak for five minutes. I give you two. And now I speak for hours, it's crazy. Hours not even enough time for me at times. Fear is creating a known result from a situation that you haven't experienced yet. That's it. So what do you think I was telling myself backstage or when my friend asked me to speak, what do you think I was telling myself? Right, I'm going to suck. I can't do it. People are going to fall asleep. You ever spoke in front of people and they're like, sleep? That's like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> All these things came up into my mind where I couldn't do it. Skydiving, I was afraid of heights. I went skydiving, right? I'm not going to tell that whole story, but it was crazy. I didn't want to do it as a birthday gift, which was the worst birthday gift ever. <laughs> but it ended up being the best birthday gift. Why do you think I was afraid to skydive? What do you think my main thought was? I'm going to die, right? The parachute's not going to open, I'm going to die. So in this, this skydiving experience, I learned this about fear. I said, wait a minute. I'm creating all these negative things from something I haven't experienced yet, so how can I change this? Simple. If you want to walk through the door of fear, you have to change what awaits on the other side. 
Because if it's negative, you're never going to walk through the door. That's like a fighter saying, you know what, I'm going to lose the fight. Why would they ever step into the ring? And so many of us, we have a fear of being perfect. Forget perfection. I know Instagram wants us to live this filter life all the time. It's progression over perfection. Nobody's perfect. People are just showing you their highlights. That's it. A lot of times we compare our life, our behind the scenes with other people's highlight reels. So if you want to overcome fear, change what awaits on the other side. Okay, that's number one. Stop talking yourself out of your greatness. Number two, stop giving people permission to place limitations on your life. This world is great at projecting themselves upon you. This world is great at projecting their fears upon you. When I told people, my friends especially, when I said, you know what, I'm going to live rehab time, I'm going to change the world, travel the world, all these things. They said, Trent, please, you ain't like to talk. Your past is too bad, bro. You sure you want to do that? And I'm not telling you that everybody around you is bad for you because I don't want y'all to like X everybody out your life, but you need to understand this. And this is an excuse that a lot of us give ourselves. We never go for it because we say we don't have people supporting us. How many people feel like they don't have a good support system? Okay, about to change your life forever. You don't need their support. Their lack of support has nothing to do with your level of success. I know you want their support, but you don't need their support. And the reason why most people don't support you is a lot of reasons. Some people support you in a way that maybe you just don't receive it. But somebody can't understand your vision if they never, ever tried to live it. And the problem that we have is we try to place our visions on everybody else. God gave you the vision. Why are you expecting everybody else to see it? Most people will not see your vision until you make it happen. So again, I know you want their support, but you don't need their support. When I first did my first speaking engagement, it was like 10 people. My family and my friends, they did it because they felt sorry for me. And that's it. And if I, if I would have believed numbers, if I would have believed that, that was telling me that this wasn't the purpose for my life. And so many of us, we quit prematurely. We quit because people aren't showing up. We quit because of numbers. And this is just truth right now. If hard times and struggle makes you quit, then that thing that you say you care about, you probably really don't care about it. And I'm sick and tired of this with all love. This is my dream. This is my dream. But you treat it like a hobby. When you treat your dream like a hobby, don't get mad when your dream gives you hobby results. Straight up. If y'all feel that, say straight up. Yeah. All right, number three. And I bounce around a lot, so if my numbers are off, just write down. Y'all can check it later. Number three. <laughs> Stop accepting the no's. I, I use the word can't. And what I mean by that is a lot of us, we tell ourselves what we can't do and we accept that. Go prove yourself wrong. If you tell yourself that you can't do something, go prove yourself wrong. I told myself I couldn't run a half marathon. I ran with Dave and Rachel and I, and I almost proved myself right, but I barely made it through. <laughs> Only thing that carried me through was a little bit of my mindset and the lady at the last mile market had the Krispy Kreme donuts. That gave me a lot, so... <laughs> So go prove yourself wrong. Try something that's impossible to you, okay? Try something that's impossible that you never did before because what happens is, is that you increase your bandwidth of possibility and that becomes contagious throughout your life. So as you do different things and you meet different mile markers, you're like, wow, if I can do this, what can't I do? Okay, last but not least in this little section, number four, stop letting perception control your life. And what I mean by that is we're too good at worrying about what the world thinks about us. We're too afraid to be judged. How many of us in here are afraid of judgment at times? All right, I'm about to give you another simple thing that's going to change your life forever. Don't you realize people are judging you anyway? Right, when you're doing bad, they're going to judge you that you're doing bad. You ain't doing good enough. And then when you start to change your life, they're going to say, oh, you changed your life. You changed on me. There's people judging you right now by the way you look, the way you dress. So if the world is judging you, you might as well give them something great to judge. You deserve exactly what you settle for. While this is on my heart right now, I just have to talk about it. Myself, 
even at times, myself definitely in my past, I live in what I like to call the BC mindset. That mindset is this, we blame and complain. It's everybody's fault. It's my parents' fault. It's my past fault. It's my husband's fault. It's my kids' fault. It's everybody's fault. Those things might be true. I'm not trying to excuse anybody's behavior. So I know some of us went through some real things, but listen, as long as you're blaming and complaining, you're giving that thing or that person, that situation, the power to control your life. We look out and do this a lot. You're giving that person or situation or thing the power to control your life. My life changed. I went to the AC mindset, accepting change. I said, it's on me. Where I go or don't go, it's on me. And I realized it's like, I went through my depression. I, it was bad. I was in my, mom, in my parents' house in my mom's guest room and I thought that the world would feel sorry for me. Like after a while, people stop checking on you. They do. It's like, Trey, you got cut from NFL. That lasted for about three months. And then everybody went on with their life. And I realized something. The world was going to keep going. So I had a choice. I could sink or I could swim. I could live the rest of my life like this or I can do something about it. So I took full responsibility and I said these five words that the world knows now. I looked myself in the mirror and said, Trent, it all starts with you. And to everybody in here, it starts with you. It starts with you making a choice, a real choice, not a play choice. A real choice is that when you cut off the bridge and there's no going back, that's a real decision. And you have to understand this truth. When I say you're in control of what you accept, understand this. You might not be in control of what someone tries to give you. You might not be in control of what the world tries to give you, but I for sure can guarantee you this. You're in control of what you accept. If I tried to give you some poison and I said, drink this poison, what would you do? No. What if I tried to force you to do it? Why? You're in control and you know if, I get, if you drunk some poison, what would happen? You would probably die get very sick. You know what's crazy to me? Is that when it comes to physical poisons, we have so much control over that. But there's a lot of emotional poisons in our life that we continue to accept over and over and over again. People treating us like we're not enough, we give people excuses for them to treat us like we're not enough over and over again. We keep ourselves in environments that suck and we're wondering why we're not growing. When a flower doesn't bloom, you don't blame the flower, do you? What do you do? You change the environment in which it grows. Three questions that you need to know the answer to when it comes to knowing what you deserve, okay? We'll go through this pretty quick. Number one, what standards do I have to live in order to create the life that I say I want to have? You know, I'm a big believer. If you listen to my podcast episode last week, you know how I feel about consistency. I'm a big believer in consistency, and I always talk about this on stage because so many people say they want something, but they don't want to consistently be the person that it takes to actually get there. That's the hard part about it. I just want to tell you, success is not hard. It's not. It's a simple formula. Make a choice. You stay committed. You stay consistent. That's it. And eventually over time, the world, God, whatever you believe in, it'll align. Your vision will meet your reality. But the problem that I see with a lot of people is, is that people aren't consistent. If you cannot be consistent, you cannot become legendary. The reason why they have Hall of Fame people, you see their jerseys and people on this stage, it's because they consistently put in the work every single day, whatever that work is. Maybe it's to be a parent, maybe it's to be a speaker, maybe it's to be a writer. If I was to look at your life, because we're so good at talking about it. We're so good at typing it. We're good at that. We're so good at posting quotes. But are we good at living it? I have this saying, live it, breathe it, be it. Somebody had to remind myself because it got to a point in my life where I was preaching it too much, but I wasn't practicing enough. So if your life couldn't say one word, if you couldn't say one word, what would your life say? If I was around you for 24 hours, what would I take from your life? And that's a part of being consistent. And so many people say, I have a consistency problem. How many people have a consistency problem? No, you don't. You don't have a consistency problem. You want me to prove you wrong? Okay, cool. How many of you have worked a job, worked a job that you hate and you went there every single day? So let, let's get this understood. So 
If you do something every single day, does that mean you're consistent? Okay. How many of you went to school, and I know some of you might be like super scholars, so you love school. I'm not in that boat. How many of you went to school for years, whether it's, y'all call it high school out here? Okay. Y'all went to high school, university, college, whatever you want to call it. How many of you went to school for like 15 plus years, 12 years? Every single day, pretty much, or enough to, that you wouldn't fail out. Okay. So every single day or enough of it equals what? Consistency. Hmm. Y'all, but you still see you have a consistency problem, right? Okay. How many of y'all still feel that you have a consistency problem? Let me see. Okay, a few hands. Okay, I got to get you up there. So how many parents in here, I know you love your kids, right? I know you love your kids. All right, let's be real, okay? I know you love your kids, but how many of you change dirty diapers every single day and you, and you hated it, right? And my daughter is six months, and Laura, Marley is a beast. Like, I'll be like, oh my gosh, Maria. Right. <laughs> I'm just playing. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> so you do, you, did, you do that multiple times a day. And you don't like to do it, but you have a consistency problem. So let me ask you this question right now. If you can be consistent at the things that you don't like to do, then why can't you be consistent at the things that you say mean everything to you? And this is a conversation, so I don't think I'm picking on you, because this is a conversation that I I had with myself and I still have. I just made a video on Instagram the other day where I didn't want to run four miles in the rain. I checked my own self. I listened to my own podcast. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) Seriously. I don't just talk it, I live it. I'm like, well, Trent, you're telling yourself you have to be consistent, so go outside in this rain and run. So let's, let's break this down real quick as we move forward. So again, you can be consistent at the things that you hate, but you can't be consistent at the things that you love. Why are you being consistent at the things that you don't like to do? I'll tell you why. Because you know if you don't show up for that thing consistent, consistently, what's going to happen? Consequences. You feel it vividly. If you don't show up at the job, what's going to happen? You're going to get fired. If you get fired, you can go home, you're not going to make money, then a whole bunch of other bad stuff sequence is going to happen. You change your dirty diapers or your kids' dirty diapers every single day. You know, you, know, you know what's going to happen. This is the thing as we move forward. The reason you're consistent because you understand vividly what is going to happen. The reason why you're not consistent at the things that you love because you don't understand what it's costing you not to show up every single day for your life. You don't understand what it's costing you not to show up for other people that are dependent on you. And some of y'all might not like when I say this, but I'm going to pierce your heart because it pierced mine. If you're not showing up for the things that you know you need to show up for, because some of us, we have callings on our lives, all of us, but some of us, we're so afraid to answer the call because we talk ourselves out of our greatness. If you're not showing up for the things that you know in your heart that you need to show up for, you're selfish. You're selfish because people need you to show up. This life is bigger than you. And I was a point in my life where I was selfish, but I had to put aside my ego. I had to put aside my fears, my doubt, and I had to step up to the plate. And I sure was afraid when I was stepping up to the plate. I was afraid to strike out. But if you're afraid to strike out, you'll never hit home runs in your life. So you don't have a consistency problem. What you have is a commitment problem. What you have is an understanding how important this is problem. What you have is a, my life depends on this problem. So please stop giving yourself the excuse of not being consistent. Who feels like they have a consistency problem still? Okay, cool. Let's move on. If you feel that, say straight up. Yeah. All right, I know I said a lot. So y'all notes are going to be all crazy, okay? But number two, okay, in this little part. Don't worry about numbers, okay? Last time we did the Rise event, they were tripping, like, where, you're on number 18, like, ah. Right? Don't worry about numbers. Just write it down. <laughs> the second thing I want you to focus on when it comes to knowing what you deserve is, what have you been giving life to that hasn't been given life to you? So if I'm talking to myself, I'm saying, Trent, what have you been giving life to that hasn't been given life to you, to me? I'm a big believer in self-care. And I know a lot of us, we have a lot of titles, a lot of jobs, and we prioritize ourselves last. Self-care is not selfish. 
is necessary. Protecting your peace is necessary. Spending time with yourself is necessary. Because if you're always pouring into other people, if you're always doing for other people, if you're always giving to other people, but nobody's pouring into you or giving to you, what's going to happen? You're going to end up empty and you cannot pour from an empty cup. So I challenge everyone of you in here to start your day off for yourself. Trina, I don't have time. That's a lie. You have time. Wake up five minutes earlier, two minutes earlier. Prioritize your peace. Because you might say, Trent, they need me. They need me. Well, if you don't prioritize your peace, they're not going to have you because you're going to be empty. And the people that love you, they want to see a fulfilled you. They want to see a peaceful you. They want to see a joyful you. They don't want to see a tired you. If you don't take care of yourself, I promise you nobody else will. If y'all feel that, say straight up. Last thing in this part. What's going to be the reason? You have to answer this question yourself very quick. What's going to be the reason why you're going to choose not to settle any longer in your life? Like, what's going to be the reason? I don't believe God created you to settle. God created you to be successful. I don't believe that you were created just to go through life empty and you were created just to accept things. I don't think you were created just to keep breaking your heart over and over and over and over and over again. I don't think you were created to do that. But if you keep selling, nothing is going to change. I know that's a dull moment, but people have to understand that. And I'll just be the first one to tell you, as I told myself, stop complaining about the things that you aren't willing to change. If you know what something is and you're still choosing to accept it, that is not on that something that is now on you. So write that down. What is going to be the reason why you can't settle? It can be your kids. It can be your future. My thing is, I tell myself, and this might be extreme, but I tell myself, I don't want to die unhappy. I refuse to get to 90-year-old Trent and look back at my life and realize I wasted my whole entire life trying to make other people happy as I lost myself. Forget that. One of the main things in making decisions with your life and removing things from your life. And listen, again, I'm not just trying to have you overthink and think everything is bad because listen, nothing is perfect in life. But I will tell you this. People say don't burn bridges. I disagree. I don't believe you should burn every single bridge because of misunderstanding. That's childish. But there's certain bridges in your life that need to be burned because there's certain things your life cannot afford to go back to. And maybe that's habits for you. Maybe that's your past. Maybe that's people in your life. As long as you keep the bridges in your life that need to be burned, all that does is delay you from building the bridges in your life that need to be built. And I get it. It's <laughs> the main thing I get from people, it's hard. I'm like, duh. Trent, moving on is hard. Trent, trying something new is hard. Going for my dreams is hard. Yes, it is hard. But you know what's harder than moving on? Staying in a situation that sucks. You know what else is harder than not going for your dreams, staying in a, in, a, in a situation, a time in your life that you know is not fulfilling you. That's harder. So choose your heart. You can go to a heart that's going to move you towards something greater. Transitions are tough. I understand it. Becoming something new, a new environment, new people around you, new circles, new ideas, it's hard. But I refuse to stay in a permanent heart. I'd rather go through that temporary journey to bring my life to a better place than stay in a place where I know it's not good for my life. So Trent, how can I make these decisions? Number one, have a conversation with your future self. What would your future self tell you? If you talk to the 80, 90, 100, 300-year-old you, however long you plan to live, what would that person tell you? It's that simple. The second thing, what is the consistency telling you? So sometimes it's hard for me to make decisions. I get it for me. But I know this for a fact. Words lie, actions can sometimes lie, but consistency never lies. Patterns never lie. So I look at consistency. If the consistency of that situation, whatever that situation is, is toxic, whatever it is, that could be me. I'm changing it. If the consistency is progression, I'll live with it because I'm all about progression. Last thing in this part that really helps me make hard decisions in my life. Because some of you, when you leave here, you're going to make some hard decisions. I get it. What do I add to my life by subtracting from it? There's things right now that you can subtract from your life that will automatically add more peace to your life. There's some things that you can subtract from your life that automatically will build better habits for your life. 
So maybe when you leave here, you write a list down of all the bridges in your life. Every single bridge, that's a person, that's a thing, that's a habit, write it down. Because that's a connection and what you're connected to, it either gives you power or takes power away from you. That's connection. And beside that, every single name or person or thing or habit, whatever it is for you, I'm writing down, does this drain me or this energize me? Does this consistently drain me? Because if it consistently drain me, I know I have to remove these things from my life. If they consistently energize me, I want to be around these things or people or I want to do more of this in my life. It's that simple. Because it's hard to feel peace and live in peace if you're, creating, if you're keeping chaos in your life. And again, I know some of you are thinking, like we talked about earlier, Trent, easier said than done. Was coming here easier said than done? Yeah, but you did it. Why? Because it meant that much to you. Is brushing your teeth and getting dressed easier said than done? But you do it because you don't want your breath to be funky, right? <laughs> we got to throw away that excuse, easier said than done, because when you're serious, when you're serious about your change, you don't say easier said than done no more. You say no matter how hard it may be, no matter how impossible it may seem, I'm going to get it done. And whatever why that you know so much about, whatever reason you attach to it, whatever rooted reason, your have to, your leverage in your life, then that's what you use to actually push you through before it. You're a choice away from a new beginning. A choice. Like, understand the simplicity of that. A choice. When I look back on my journey, I realized that I had to make a choice. Simple choice. And I know a lot of you might not be, like, into football and sports, but you got to realize, like, when I tell people, like, you got to realize football was my, I'm going to just, and this might sound, football was my God. Football was my everything. So for some of you, it might have been a relationship in your past. It might have been a job. It was my identity. Since I was four years old, that's all that I ever knew. So just imagine the fear of losing it because I identified myself by this so much. And as a side note, be very careful with what you identify yourself by. Because if you lose it, you will probably lose yourself. So when I lost my everything, I felt like I was nothing. Because it was Trent, the football player. It wasn't just Trent. It was Trent that plays for the Colts. Trent that plays for the Seahawks. Trent that played at Baylor. And my ego, my identity, my life, my worth was tapped into it. And when it comes to worth, I know a lot of us, we talk about know your worth. Listen, understand that you were given worth at birth. Can't nobody take that away from you. Seriously, because we attach our worth to so many things. We attach our worth to our bank account. We attach our worth to our job. We attach our worth to our relationships. We attach our worth to how many followers on social media, Lord, that we have. We attach all these things to our worth. That's external things. The more you tie your worth to exter external things, the more you'll probably end up losing yourself. Because what happens is you become a puppet to that thing. So if my bank account is my puppet master. When my bank account is low, then I feel low. Well, when my bank account is high, I feel high. When I'm defining myself by relationships, when I'm single, I feel like I'm not enough. Enjoy your singleness. We know who's single in here. <laughs> Enjoy it. Because the problem that, I'm not trying to get into relationship talk, but the problem that happens a lot of times is that we expect other people to complete us. And we get into a relationship expecting the other person to complete us. No, you have to come complete. That person should add to your awesomeness. It should add to your completion. Your cup should run it over. You should come full. So take your time in your journey. Don't let social media, other people pressure you or relationship goals, all of that stuff. It's funny. People hit me up all the time with Maria. They're like, oh, y'all relationship goals. And me and Maria have a great marriage. But I'm like, y'all don't know what we deal with. You're basing relationship goals based upon what you see on Instagram. And so many of us do that. So when it comes to worth, know that you are worth. You are it. Can't nobody take that away from you. Nobody. So with football, I went into a downward spiral of depression. People ask, how did you get here? How did you get to rehab time? First of all, I never wanted to be a speaker. First of all, rehab time was not for anybody else but for myself. The word rehab probably came from, I think at that time, it was a Rihanna song, Checking in the Re... Or that Amy Wine, one of them, right? 
Yeah, one of those songs, right? It was just always on the radio. So I say, rehab. Wow, like as an athlete, or you get injured, what happens? You go to rehab, right? And so I was like, hmm, I want to take this and apply it to my life because there's so many things, even right now with us and me, there's so many things every single day that we need to rehab. Rehab stands for this, putting the strength back into your weakness. And so I didn't try to build an online platform. I didn't try to be this speaker. I didn't even try to, I hated even reading books, so I sure wasn't about to write a book. None of that. I focused on what I can control. What's in your control? What's something that you can change right now? A lot of times we try to focus on the things that are out of our control. We wonder why our life becomes out of control. And so I said, well, I can control my mind, my body, and soul. So I worked on myself, and over years, people started tuning into that journey. And my life changed forever. Some of y'all know this story when my college roommate committed suicide, tragedy. My best friend. Sometimes your greatest disappointment in life can be your greatest rescue. Sometimes rock bottom can be the exact place where your life changes. I'm grateful for rock bottom. I'm grateful for hard times. Because without struggle, and I'm not telling you to put yourself in struggle on purpose, but without struggle, there's no strength. We try to hide and run from it so much. We try to run from our reality thinking reality is not going to change. It's okay. You're not a mistake just because you made some. It's okay. Just because you have bad chapters doesn't mean your story can't end well. Just because you've done some things you're not proud of doesn't mean you can't be proud of yourself. If y'all knew my past, you would be like, why is Trent up here? Bad past can still create great futures. Use your pain, don't let it use you. Use it. But Trent, I don't know if I'm ready. The perfect time that exists is right now. When you get to the end of this year, what is it going to look like for you? What is it going to look like? Is you, are you just going to get to the next year and be like, new year, new me? <laughs> new year, new me. So many times it's like, new year, same you, right? What's going to really make this year different for you? And all it takes is a small step in your journey. That's it. Imperfect paths still lead to beautiful places. Y'all realize that. As I leave today, I want you like really to understand, and I'm not trying to bring the mood down in here, but I just, I gotta be real. To understand that this life isn't promise. And I know you know that, but do you feel that? And I'm not trying to put fear in your heart, but just reality in your mind. If you can, close your eyes because this is about you. This moment is about you. You know, I don't know if you know this, but you only get one life, one chance. And every single day you have a choice. You can make the world respect your greatness or you can let the world silence that voice. You see, people die every day with regrets. Is that going to be you? Getting to your final days of life knowing you're about to die with your dreams because you never acted on making those dreams come true. Knowing you're never going to meet the greatest you because you wasted so much of your life not doing the things you were created to do. Please. Don't get to your final breaths of life knowing you didn't give your best. Because as we know, once life is over, it's over. There's no do-over, it's just done. So you got to stop living life like you get another shot at this because the truth is you only get one. I promise you there will come a day when tomorrow doesn't come. So you have a choice. You can face everything and rise or you can fear everything and run. You have a choice. You can go for it or you can just watch it go by. But I want you to understand this. Failure only exists in the heart that doesn't try. You might not be in control of how you die, but I promise you this, you're in control of how you live. Don't be the person that chooses to give up when you know in your heart that you have so much more to give. Why choose to live unfulfilled when you can choose to live great? Because we now know the only impossibilities that exist are the ones we create. I can guarantee you this, you'll miss 100% of the shots that you never take. So stop playing it safe because only strike out in life is not stepping up to the plate. If you're going to make the world respect your greatness, say straight up. 
If you're going to make the world respect your greatness, say straight up. Nah, that ain't good enough. I came all the way to Toronto and it's cold. If you're going to make the world respect your greatness, say straight up. If you're going to make the world respect your greatness, say straight up. If you're going to make the world respect your greatness, say straight up. Well, like I said in every single video, it all starts with you. It's rehab time. Let's get it. Thank you so much. Straight Up is hosted and recorded by me, Trent Shelton. The episodes are produced by Chelsea Harfouche and mixed and edited by Andrew Weller. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Straight Up with Trent Shelton is a production of The Hollis Company. Hey, I want to make sure you got my phone number. Like, for real, for real. No kidding. Did you even know that I have a community text number? And if you don't, where have you been? So go ahead, take out your pen and paper, take out your phone, and write this number down. My phone number is 817-242-2719. Yep, I'm going to repeat it for you. 817-242-2719. People always ask, Trent, how did you get that community text number? And how does it work? Well, today's your lucky day. Go to community.com and go get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using texting. People just text you at the number, they're added to the group, and then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. Like you already know, I text out podcast links, random things about life, I text out surprises, all the things that I don't post anywhere else except my rehabber text community. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly to you. And guess what? Now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your number. They'll give you a 10-digit real phone number. Not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than just a number, y'all. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS texting. This means you can actually manage your text links from your community and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts at certain times to certain groups. It even comes with auto-replies, So many things. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your phone number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for just that. So go to check them out at community.com. That's community.com. Let's get it. Hey, I want to make sure you got my phone number. Like for real, for real. No kidding. Did you even know that I have a community text number? And if you don't, where have you been? So go ahead, take out your pen and paper, take out your phone, and write this number down. My phone number is 817-242, yep, 2719. I'm going to repeat it for you. 817-242-2719. People always ask, Trent, how did you get that community text number? How does it work? Well, today's your lucky day. Go to community.com and go get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using texting. People just text you at the number, they're added to the group, and then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. Like you already know, I text out podcast links, random things about life, I text out surprises, all the things that I don't post anywhere else except my rehabber text community. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly to you, and guess what? Now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your number. They'll give you a 10-digit real phone number. Not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than just a number, y'all. 
Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS texting. This means you can actually manage your text links from your community and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts at certain times to certain groups. It even comes with auto replies. So many things. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your phone number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for just that. So go to check them out at community.com. That's community.com. Let's get it.